Take Lethbridge News Now on the go. Anytime, anywhere. Find The Daily with LNN on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or SoundCloud. Or listen at lethbridgenewsnow.com. Hi, David Opinko here, and welcome to The Daily with Lethbridge News Now for July 26, 2021. If you want to learn more about any of these stories, download the Lethbridge News Now mobile app or check us out on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. This was an historic day in Ottawa as Mary Simon became the country's first Indigenous Governor General. Simon pledged to help the country reckon with the historical mistreatment of Indigenous peoples and to meet this moment in Canada's shared history. To do that, she's vowing to strive to hold together the tension of the past with the promise of the future in a wise and thoughtful way. Simon delivered part of her speech in Inuktitut, and a traditional Inuit oil lamp remained lit during the ceremony. A missing persons case in southern Alberta has become a suspicious death investigation. RCMP confirmed the passing of 35-year-old Lane Tailfeathers. He was reported missing from Fort McLeod last month. Crow's Nest Pass RCMP said over the weekend that human remains were discovered in the area and they were those of Tailfeathers. Alberta RCMP Major Crimes has taken over the investigation and more updates are expected when they're available. Active COVID cases tripled in the South Zone over the last week. AHS reported an average of 105 new infections each day in Alberta and 10 across the region. Dr. Dina Hinshaw said last week that over 90% of new cases, hospitalizations and deaths were among unvaccinated Albertans. One person each from South Lethbridge and Cardston County died from the virus over the last week. The province is directing $45 million to help families earning up to $90,000 with their childcare costs. The change starts September 1st, and prior to this, the household income threshold was $75,000. Minister of Children's Services Rebecca Schultz says this means more children will receive support. The best part? These supports are available in any space of parents' choosing. And choice is absolutely something we've heard a lot about. That parents make a variety of decisions when it comes to early learning and childcare, especially now as we come out of the pandemic and parents might be working part-time or working from home. $4.25 million is for families with children attending licensed preschools. Before this, it was only for licensed daycare, family day homes, and out-of-school care programs. Cranbrook RCMP are investigating a gas station brawl between two Alberta-based biker gangs. On Friday, a fight was broken up in the southeastern BC city. Shortly afterwards, crews responded to a local hospital where five people had admitted themselves for stab wounds. The health center was temporarily locked down so officers could prevent further violence. The five victims were released and one of the gangs involved was escorted out of the city by RCMP. At this time, no arrests have been made and the investigation continues. A third bridge across Lethbridge's coolies has been talked about for decades, but it's something that residents might have to think about again. At tomorrow's city council meeting, they'll discuss whether to add a ballot question about building a third bridge as a priority. If it's approved, voters will answer the question this October as they take part in the municipal elections. Back in 2009, the cost was estimated at $142 million. The leader of the People's Party of Canada held a meet-and-greet event in Lethbridge yesterday. Accompanying Maxime Bernier was candidate for the Lethbridge riding Kimmy Hoven. She said she doesn't have experience in the political world, but is excited for the challenge. 
My goal is to spread the word for the PPC, for people to understand that there is another voice, another voice that is out there to express freedoms and our rights, to stand up for those that don't feel they have a voice. The PPC tour also stopped in Tabor and Medicine Hat. Tabor Cornfest organizers are planning for everything with no COVID restrictions. Co-chair Rick Papademet says he's especially excited as last year's event was cancelled due to the pandemic. It's exciting. Uh, we've been working closely with Alberta Health Services and they're telling us that we should plan for everything. So we're planning as if pre-COVID Cornfest again. Papa Demitz is most looking forward to seeing live stage entertainment. Tabor Cornfest runs from August 26th to 29th. Speaking of Tabor corn, the first stands are now open. James Johnson with Johnson Fresh Farm says, despite the extreme heat affecting their other crops, the corn has turned out great. Some of the other crops did not fare too well. Obviously, you know, all this really heat's been pretty tough on the potatoes in the area and some of the other specialty crops. The corns love the heat. At, you know, this last little heat wave, it's been nice to bring the corn on. But yeah, as long as we can keep things wet, then it does all right. There's a few stands that open today in Lethbridge, Coldale and Tabor, but more will open across the region later this week. And 78% of our respondents to our latest LNN poll believe pepper spray should be allowed for self-defense. Last week, Justice Minister Casey Manu proposed a change to the Criminal Code of Canada that would allow residents to carry pepper spray as a means of defending themselves. 19% of the 311 respondents believe that should not be allowed, while 3% were on the fence. So those are just a few of the stories we've been covering today. To stay up to date on the latest local and regional news, head over to lethbridgenewsnow.com or find us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. And listen to The Daily with LNN on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or the Lethbridge News Now mobile app. And if you have a tip for the newsroom, send us a text at 403-329-6397.